Hi, welcome to Nutra Champion, a podcast series where we speak with experts specializing in nutrition research, including scientists, doctors, and policy makers. Here, we will find out more about their research journey, their career, and even some personal life lessons. I'm Ting Ming, the editor of Nutra Ingredients Asia and your host for this podcast. You can listen to our past episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. In this episode, we will hear from Dr. D. Srivasa Reddy, Director at the Council of Scientific and Industrial Research, Indian Institute of Integrative Medicine, Jammu. In short, CSIR IIIM Jammu. Dr. Reddy has over 20 years of research experience in the areas of natural products, medicinal chemistry, and drug discovery. He is best known for his application-oriented organic synthesis towards human well-being. Holding multiple leadership positions, he took charge as director in another government research agency, the CSIR Indian Institute of Chemical Technology, Hyderabad, in June. And earlier in February, he also took on the role of a director at CSIR Central Drug Research Institute at Lucknow. Yeah, hi, Dr. Reddy. Thank you very much for joining me today. Yeah, so today is like almost the two-year anniversary for you, right? Yes, exactly. Two years I'm completing today. So last, uh, like in 2020, 2020, I joined on 17th July. So today is 16th July, 2022. Wow, so wow. It's, it's basically two years. Yes. How do you feel about this, like uh, the two-year mark? It's good. It's a, it's a mixed experience, but uh, it's it's overall. I think I can say this is a very satisfying experience in Triple uh, IM Jammu. That's great. That's great. So so far, what are some of the key milestones achieved when it comes to nutraceuticals and traditional supplements? Can can you share with us? Yes, Triple uh, IM. This is one of the uh, CSIR laboratory uh, which is dedicated to utilize immense potential of high altitude uh, plants in, in this region. In this region, it's like Jammu Kashmir region and Himalayan region. So in the form of nutraceutical, phytopharmaceutical, and also NC, that is a new chemical entity leads. That's what we try to do it. So Institute is currently working on uh, many nutritional profiling and assessment and scientific validation of uh, some of those, some of those plants, which are traditionally already known in the literature and also uh, basically, we work on different different uh, aspects of natural products. For example, even uh, I'm sure you must have heard about this uh, lavender cultivation in the region. This purple revolution. I'm sure this is now everywhere in social media. It's now Triple M is becoming uh, gaining more popularity. This lavender cultivation. That's where we get uh, essential oil. Uh, this basically lavender oil, which is Kashmiri oil, we call it. So over the decades, our institute developed. Uh, uh, that variety called RRL 12. So earlier it used to be called Regional Research Laboratory, this lab. This lab. That's why that name was kind that time. Although it was working for, la they are working for last few decades, but recently gained the momentum. Now we are seeing uh, fruits out of it. And many farmers also is now interested to cultivate that uh, lavender in this region. Again, coming back to your question on this uh, nutraceutical and other things. So we have, uh, like basically kind of several nutraceutical formulation just to give you some examples uh, this uh, 
we developed nutraceutical formulation from water cess as a multivitamin supplement. That is one thing. And Seabakthan formulation. This is in the Ladakh region. That also we worked on that one. And uh, there are other standardized extracts and Glyceraza, Grabra, Vitania, so Trillium. These are the small things we have been working. And, and in terms of products and leads, I can tell maybe like a uh, Alsrain, that's a Woodfordia uh, fruit. Uh, Woodfordia fruticosa, we call it. That is peptic ulcer management and uh, zinc acerola cherry and also piper beetle for a nutraceutical product for sickle cell anemia. That is another uh, genetic disorder. So these are some of the things I can uh, go on telling. I think I think we made a very good progress in these lines. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned quite a lot of interesting, um, you know, plants just now, like water cess, like sea bacton. So uh, how does the institute decide which natural products or which uh, botanicals to uh, conduct the research? So basically now CSR Triple M is uh, instrumental in working many uh, different CSR missions. I can tell you like a particularly immunity mission. That's a, one big mission is in as part of uh, our bigger organization, pan cancer mission, sickle cell anemia mission, phytopharmaceutical mission. There is something called IND mission, antiviral mission. There are different projects we work on this, and uh, this basically we try to take integrative approach uh, which aligns research uh, objectives in different areas. So the natural products are selected based on that, mainly on the traditional knowledge and some some extent in silico profiling, what is known in the literature, or some extent we our lab our uh, scientists work in different laboratories also they help us and in addition to that our we try to focus in the region jnk region where these uh, plants can be uh, can be grown so that it is easy to access at the same time uh, it has a, a regional specific for this laboratory so that's what we try to do it for example i'll give you one example something called saffron i'm sure you all are aware of that one right there's a crocus so it was processed for its uh, crocin research extract and that we, we did uh, extensive pharmacology work in vitro and in vivo on this and the extract recently we uh, uh, like basically uh, many uh, cns benefits we have so recently we uh, transferred the technology to pharmanja so for that actually even our institute also got award merit certificate on this one for the technology award in last year so, so like that, I can give you several examples like Virginia is there. Some of the examples I can think of. Yeah, go ahead. Mm, I see, I see. Okay, so uh, out of these uh, botanicals, right, could you share some of the interesting findings that your team has found, um, especially with regards to their um, effectiveness and benefits for human health? Yeah, so again, this is not just, I'm not trying to take a credit for just in recent success last two years, but the Institute has been working uh, for several years, particularly my previous director, uh, Dr. Ramishokarna also like contributed immense, immensely in this area. I'll give you some example yeah. like which I can talk about uh, recent uh, success stories. Okay. There is something called a triple IM 160. This is actually a Virginia ciliata based phytopharmaceutical lead. It's uh, for the management of uh, pain in uh, rheumatoid arthritis. So this technology also we transfer to there's some one company called uh, Viridis Biopharma. This is Mumbai based one. So they are taking forward. So and also we are also trying to develop phytopharmaceutical version of this 
quite a pharmaceutical is it is basically equivalent of uh, botanicals in USFDA. So in phytopharmaceutical right now, the DCJ is taking DCJ route we follow. And like that, we have examples like triple uh, IM664, that is a disoxylum uh, plant. That is also a big plant that, that, that we take it forward. And cannabis cytiva, that is also a lot of interest in our, uh, for our institute. So it is as part of uh, three departments, uh, agreement it is it is a part of agreement between three departments one is a csir another one is icmr another one is dbt so we have this a uh, tripartite agreement and uh, it's funded by these three organizations three departments and so, for example we have we also have this uh, bosphilia that is also part of the similar uh, same agreement and we have triple uh, im 290 that is nc based lead this molecule was discovered based on the natural product uh, uh, a potent CDK9 inhibitor and which showed efficacy in uh, pancreatic cancer models. So we, we have all the data like uh, whichever required for the uh, NCE route uh, based uh, drug discovery. We all the data we have right now. We have permission to do phase one, uh, phase two clinical trials using this particular molecule. Wow, so so many project going, yep. so many projects going on, um, like from you 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 mentioned the uh, a few big missions for immunity, sickle cell, iron, all this. Um, how do you all decide uh, which one to focus on? You know, there's so many issues, health problems, right? You know, why 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 these fields? Why these few? So again, these are all again, as I said, this is one is uh, national importance and also which can reach many people, particularly uh, some of the diseases which industry doesn't focus, where we have a edge over that and that, that is one thing we, we try to focus. Again, we derive this mission project since we work with the integrated approach use other lab, other laboratories like we have IICT, CDRI and other labs also like some of the other labs. Of course, since I am working closely with those labs, I can name those. But there are many other labs like in Jorhat, NIST, IHBT, Palampur, and there are Lucknow other labs, CMAP. So we are with all uh, with all of them. We work together. We try to develop programs with the help of uh, headquarters and experts. And that's how we choose uh, some of the projects. I see, I see. And you mentioned the thing about medicinal cannabis. Uh, this is one of the focus. Yes. Um, so for this, right, I, I think medicinal cannabis, is it is really something that is gaining a lot of traction in different parts of the world. Like for right. Australia, they are doing that. And in yes. Thailand, there's also new uh, uh, regulations that has allowed, um, uh, uh, you know, um, further greater use of cannabis uh, in the food and beverage industry. So for, for your side, um, could you share more about the progress of the research? Yes, and, yes, yes. Yeah. As, you, as, you, as you rightly said, that this is gaining the momentum and uh, CSR Triple M, our present institute, is currently working with the concerned stakeholders on drafting the cannabis policy and to harness the nation's potential, particularly towards uh, medical benefits of this cannabis research. So this institute is also working in developing rich CBD yielding varieties. Like basically there are some varieties in which we would like to have. There are two components. One is a CBD rich, another one is a THC rich. So we, we are trying to focus on CBD uh, rich yielding varieties. 
further institute also uh, engaged in preparing rich extracts basically while uh, while extracting also you can enrich that fraction where uh, cbd can cbd content is more so we are also trying to develop that kind of formulations and also engaged in working in uh, uh, like a platform for functional uh, genomics for cannabis sativa as an objective for component for the, uh, the project so we have we have one project called genome editing crop improvement ge crop so that also we're trying to work work around this uh, cannabis species so we have a lot of lot of interest in and many many industries are approaching but we don't have clear path forward from government side on this we are trying to work with government together to help uh, this cannabis medical research would there be any um, international uh, collaborations like with institutes from other countries that have already started on such research there is some interest but we are not able to take forward because of uh, uh, again, first, in, whatever we work uh, with external collaborator, unless we have clearance, clean green signal from our government, we will not be able to work with them. There are some requests or at least showed interest from different uh, parts of the countries also. Okay, and when it comes to the benefits, um, what are some of the benefits that you hope to get out of the medicinal cannabis? No, in particular, we started working in this uh, cancer pain. So that is, I think, immediate need uh, that that we are working with uh, Tata Memorial Hospital in uh, Mumbai. And there are other things also working, but again, they are all very early stage. But advanced stage, you can I can talk about uh, this cancer pain uh, working with uh, Tata Memorial Hospital. See, I see. Could you share some potential timeline or like milestones that you hope to achieve by maybe the end of the year or early next year? Yes, at least definitely would like to go for uh, human trials by in a year time. That's what our goal. Again, provided that we get clearances from our regulators and also government side. Even for transporting, we we have we need to have some permissions and other things. Indeed, because this is such a sensitive topic, right? This is something that must be dealt with um, very cautiously. And yes. then, uh, yeah, and at the same time, right, you were also previously with the industry, right? right? Um, like two of the companies, one of them is Dr. Radies, which has the same surname as you. It's, yeah, not, my, it's not my company, though. <laughs> okay, yeah, coincidence. <laughs> yeah. So why did you decide to make the switch at that point, you know, joining the industry from national agencies? See, after completing my postdoctoral studies, I began with uh, pharmaceutical industries. In Dr. Reddy's I joined, then I switched to Adivinas Therapeutics in Pune. In 2010, I moved to this government sector where this present, where uh, that is also CSR organization called National Chemical Laboratory, which is located in Pune. Of course, uh, I had to sacrifice my salary almost like a one third of that uh, salary when I moved to uh, academics from industry. Of course, uh, as you know, national laboratories while working in R&D and uh, of R&D areas of national interest and freedom to work. So these are some of the things attracted me. In addition to that, I also always had this interest of training students, manpower and publishing papers that that interest made me to switch from industry to academia. I can tell you. Yeah. 
so until now, uh, what are some of the maybe um, interesting experience that you have gained uh, in these two different sectors from the private and also from the national agencies that, that have uh, left like deep memories uh, for you? Yeah, I can tell you slightly, uh, maybe since I worked, many people ask me actually, what is the difference between industry and academic working setting? So, of course, both have advantages and disadvantages. I think one should enjoy where you are at. I mean, like, I cannot say industry is better or academics is better, but uh, uh, I can tell you that major differences are like uh, in, in industry, so you have a corporate uh, job and uh, nine to five job just focus on that and you will be very disciplined and uh, systematic and you will be completely utilizing your time there so whereas when you come to academics uh, so almost like a, you have you will be working almost round the clock and uh, again not much discipline in in own personal life so you'll be thinking more, more about your research and although there are different there is also kind of enjoyment also people like me i enjoy doing that like even while walking outside also i keep thinking about chemistry and other related problems my laboratory research problems sometimes of course now it is different now more of administrative roles now at this point but when i was a completely scientist this things were slightly different and uh, yeah. What was the other question you were asking? Sorry, I missed it. Did uh, you ask uh, Yeah, so mainly is to uh, like maybe some deepest memories, um, experience that have left like you left a deep deepest impression on you. No, basically from definitely when I moved to industry, uh, sorry, when I moved to academics, uh, experience from industry definitely helped me in choosing problems, right problems and also collaborations. There's a big learning from me. In industry, you have a good collaboration, particularly when you work in drug discovery programs, you need to deal with the different uh, uh, departments, right? Like chemistry, biology, pharmacokinetics, regulators, and all other different uh, stakeholders you need to collaborate. So I think when, when, we in, when we come to academics, mostly people work in isolated, but uh, I try to do as best as possible I could do it. I try to connect with more people in, uh, in when I came to national laboratory, national laboratories, and uh, definitely, I, 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 of course, I was also lucky to get good, good uh, students, good batch of students. They work very, they work very hard and with sincere dedication. So that's how I could achieve in short time whatever I could do it. Yeah. So I guess uh, the experience at the industry has also helped you, like what you said just now, right? Having to work with different stakeholders, choosing the right problems to solve. These are some of the experience that have helped pave your way, pave your way over here in the national right. agencies, right? right? So if you were to move a step further, like maybe a few steps further back, okay? Can you tell us more about how did you uh, come to become a scientist? Is this like part of your childhood ambition? No, not at all. My ambition when I was uh, uh, when I when I was in my childhood. I'll tell you a little bit about my background. Maybe it is maybe useful for some of the younger okay. colleagues or younger students. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I hailed from one small place uh, in now it, uh, it's called Telangana State in in India. So my father was a farmer. Now he's no more. But my mother also housewife. 
and uh, he studied uh, up to graduation level. There is a BSc, we call it in India. So up to BSc level, I studied in local Telugu medium. So when I uh, entered into my master's program, that is MSc, first time I could study English. So uh, till that time <laughs> I was studying in local medium. So it was very tough time because it was no option to study MSc in uh, Telugu medium. That's how you switch to uh, English medium. And uh, during my st uh, studies in uh, Hyderabad, so I also used to distribute newspapers in, in morning. I was to make some money. So then uh, uh, during summers vacations, I also used to work in uh, uh, timber depot. I don't know whether you know this one. This basically there were wood pieces. We need to load, unload in uh, uh, trucks from trucks. I used to work there. So that time uh, I'll tell you. Since you asked about my ambition, I'll tell you that time. So mm -hmm. one supervisor used to be there. So mm -hmm. he used to basically kind of little torture us, and uh, he used to be a tough guy. So that time my ambition was to become like a supervisor. He used to make a few thousands. But I used to make few hundreds, but that was that time. It was my ambition to become like a supervisor. So again, things uh, when you move on, when you move into like different stages of life, our goals will change. And after completing my MSc, I did uh, my PhD with the Professor Govardhan Mehta. He's a well-known organic chemist in, in in the country and also in India, in in abroad, in basically globally. And uh, I joined. After PhD, I joined in uh, IICT, where presently I'm heading that institute in Hyderabad. So I joined as a project assistant. At that time, it was difficult to enter to that uh, institute because I didn't have a fellowship. But after clearing fellowship, then I uh, I tried to do PhD there. But at the same time, I also uh, uh, approached Professor Gordon Mehta. That's where I got the opportunity to work with him. I was very fortunate to get opportunity to work with the Professor Gordon Mehta. So I learned many things from many things from his group. And uh, of course, later I moved to after completing my PhD, then I moved to US for postdoctoral in Chicago, then University of Kansas. Then of course, after spending few years in postdoc, I joined as a uh, uh, scientist in industry, Dr. Radies. Yeah. I see, I see. And then after that, you know, doing your higher studies, higher education, you were also working at the same time, right? So how do you balance the two of them? Maybe this could be some uh, good advice to your students as well. Yes, of course, uh, you, you need to put more time. There is always, uh, again, just to tell some advice to students or, or younger colleagues. Of course, my... Uh, so always focus on your work and my motto is always in general so has always has been like a no pain no gain in life so the amount of work hard you put that much you will gain in the, in, in life these awards and rewards are all byproducts of your sincere hard work and smart work and uh, basically just to tell you i mean like i think uh, as a as as a director, as a fellow scientist working in national laboratories, I always tell that our work must translate towards the welfare of people because most of the work or most of us are funded by uh, 
like government and particularly uh, taxpayers money work for the society i always tell that we should have that uh, like basically we need to work for the society as we are taking money from uh, from the government side and also taxpayers money and no compromise on this uh, on on your ethics and other thing uh, like particularly in, in terms of research that's i think we should be very very particularly uh, should compromise on any ethics that's what i always tell uh, junior colleagues and now that you are also the director of two other institutes one of them is the uh, cdri at lucknow and the iict so how do you juggle the different responsibilities and the time spent across the different institutes as you know this advantage of the csr laboratories are these are all well established and well equipped systems and policies are in place in all these labs so i always take opinions from the uh, and feedback and from the concerned uh, systems and uh, uh, committees we also appoint committees in the systems so we take their uh, uh, feedback before making any decisions of course always uh, uh, director presents any any study is essential for the smooth functioning i do understand and uh, director plays major role in uh, implementing vision and missions of the institute and also discipline of the institute because for example uh, during the recent times uh, we have faced many challenges uh, uh, during this recent covid pandemic situation so director has to take really immediate actions wherever required to uh, smooth functioning of the lab of course i thank uh, my top management at csir for trusting me and uh, to to give that uh, uh, responsibility of three big institutes of csir and i'm trying to do my best although it is tough to manage i can tell you but i'm trying my best and also share time uh, among three labs wherever is possible uh, depending on the need of course at times i need to squeeze my personal life yeah indeed uh, for this three institutes right are there any overlap between the three of them um maybe how many percentage would you say that there's some uh, overlapping responsibilities yes i can tell you uh, definitely there's a significant amount of overlap but because all three are triple uh, uh, im and cdri mostly working on drug discovery and whereas uh, okay, iict although partly working on drug discovery but major focus is on chemistry and chemical technology and i can tell you at least between three labs uh, maybe 20 to 30% overlap or between um, cdri and triple uh, im i can tell more than 50% overlap so it looks like the drug di discovery ones it's going to spend more time right right Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Wow. So how do you juggle between your work and your family life? It's becoming tough to manage yeah. both, but uh, yeah. I'm trying my best because my uh, son also grown up now. He uh, he's completed graduation. He doesn't need much of our attention. So my wife also, we both, uh, my wife Vidya, both did PhD together with the Professor Mehta and uh, she chose uh, to working in industry, pharmaceutical industry. 
and I switched until uh, uh, 2010. We were working together in Dr. Reddy's and Tata Advinas. Then I switched to NC National Chemical Laboratory and uh, she switched to another company called Lupin Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay. So, uh, so like for for a week, right? Your only rest day is on Sunday, or do you still also work on Sundays as well? Sometimes. Sun Sundays also I work, particularly in oh. recent times. And I took this responsibility of three labs. I I have to spend a significant time on Sunday, but I try to keep some some time for family on Sundays. Yes. Yes. And how do you? What are some of your ways to distress? Oh, I play uh, badminton and tennis. So whenever I get time, I, I try to play that games. I see. Yeah, I think it, it's great to, you know, like, because research is always like, um, you, you don't need to move that much, right? I guess. But, you know, with exercise, it can help you definitely relax. Right. Okay. Yeah, but I only, I, I sometimes I go for walking, but mostly I, whenever I get time, I try to go for playing badminton or lawn tennis. For, for this last part, right, final part, um, can you share what are some of your goals that you have in your professional life and maybe one key advice that you will give to young researchers and scientists? Yeah, goal means like again, uh, I always, my goals are like uh, keep changing. But if you want at this and scientifically, if you want, if you are asking my goal, I want to keep I mean, like basically take molecule to the market. Uh, one drug discovered in in India, and taking to the market. That's that's my ultimate goal. If you ask me, scientific point of view, of course. Uh, then, uh, uh, as administratively, I I will try to uh, uh, basically I can. I, uh, I try to contribute as much as possible for the development of human resources and quality scientists and nurture them. And uh, again, ultimately, they will be working towards the nation. So that's what I try to do it. Again, my simple advice is always, I, again, I'm telling you no pain, no gain in life. Always I piece of advice, work hard and work smart. Scientists, they can mm. really achieve anything. Mm. And like maybe the salary and the pay wise, because you were saying that when you rejoin the national agencies, it's like about uh, a cut of one third, right? Right. So like for young researchers, because I think this is a very common uh, challenge in the government sector, young people, they might be attracted to the industry because of the prestige, because of the salary. So can you share from your experience, like why did you make the move to national agencies and also no, that's what I said. Yeah. I mean, like, okay. uh, it is like, uh, where is your interest? My interest is uh, towards uh, science, passion towards science. So if you have a passion, I don't think you'll care about uh, money. And uh, again, now in younger generation, as you said, probably they are going in a different direction. But that's that's fine. That is that their their own choice. I can tell my own son, we are not a, we we both scientists. But we could not convince him to be a scientist. We, he did not take science, and instead he chose uh, as a multimedia animation. Is going in different direction. That's fine. That is uh, his option to choose. Yeah. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yes. So I think the main 
important part is about having the passion, right? right the passion, passion. Which, which is something that keeps you going, you know, right. despite the challenges. And, and I, I guess, you know, the passion to help people is what that, that right. has kept you here, right? Mm. Yes. It's, yeah, thank you so much for your time again, Dr. Reddy. It was great hearing your experience. Yeah, thank you again. Thank you so much. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to Neutra Champion on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also head to NutraIngredients-Asia.com for more content and news on the nutrition industry.